Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it, as we always do. It's time for our word for the weekend, and this week we're going to give you two verses. Luke chapter 1, verses 36 and 37. Luke chapter 1, verses 36 and 37. Let me share that from the New King James Version. The Word of God says this. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. Verse 37 says, For with God, nothing will be impossible. How does that read in the New Living Translation? What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. Verse 37 says, for the word of God will never fail. And so here it is, my brothers and my sisters. Again, uh, we know this is a familiar scene uh, in the Bible. This is when uh, the angel has come to Mary and he told her that she was going to uh, bear a son. And the angel tells her that uh, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon her and she's going to conceive a son. And that son is going to be the son of God. And she shall call him Jesus. And so here it is, y'all, right here in this Advent season, in this Christmas season, uh, we know this story. This is a familiar story uh, when Mary has this encounter uh, with this angel. But again, as we as we dig deeper, as we look into the text, there's a couple of things that I want to highlight on this word for the weekend. And then we're going to move swiftly on out of your way on today. There's a couple of things I want to highlight. And uh, we know the obvious. We know the obvious um, that, again, we see Mary having the conversation with an angel. And the angel tells her early on up in the verses, he says, listen, you found favor with God. And so right away, he makes sure that she understands this is the favor of God. The favor of God is on you. This is the grace of God and favor of God, by the way, is unmerited. There's nothing that we can do to deserve it. So uh, there was nothing that Mary did that was so special that caused, caused God to choose her. She simply had the favor of God on her. So I want you all to hold on to that, by the way. That's a little extra there. Um, hold on to that. When the favor of God comes upon you, don't ever think that God couldn't have chosen somebody else. When the favor of God comes upon you, you should consider yourself blessed because God did not have to choose you. But we know that we know that the favor of God came upon Mary. And uh, as we've already mentioned, the Holy Spirit came upon her and she conceived a son. But one of the things that I think we often overlook in this text it's also what God did with Elizabeth. Now, some preachers, some scholars have always made sure that we understood that the Bible says that, uh, yes, Mary, even your cousin Elizabeth is pregnant. And we know that baby is to is to be John the Baptist. He's the forerunner uh, for Jesus. He was a forerunner in terms of, of this miracle. And then he was a forerunner when he got here. And so the Bible says to, to, to Mary, he says, your relative has also conceived a son. And if you watch what the text says, it said in her old age, she has conceived a son. She who everybody thought was barren has conceived a son and she's already in her sixth month. And so what's interesting uh, uh, to, uh, with this uh, to me, my brothers and sisters, what's interesting about this moment here. Uh, uh, again, we know what happened with Mary, and we'll talk about that in just a second before we close out. Uh, but what's interesting about this situation is that God is bringing fruit out of a dry season. That God is bringing fruit. God is producing in a place where people said that, that, that there can be no more production. God is allowing something to happen when people had thrown in the towel. God is allowing some things to happen in Elizabeth 
when people said she's too old, when people said she can't carry it, when people said she can't even fulfill purpose anymore. Or we have determined that at this point in her life, this is what her purpose is supposed to be. There's a lesson for you and I right there, my brother, my sister, is that with God, anything uh, is possible, as the text says here. But there's a lesson for you and I, my brothers and sisters, because sometimes people have decided what you can and cannot do. People have decided based on previous experience and previous situations with other people what you can and can't do. People have already made up their minds that you can't be successful because you're too old or you're too barren or you don't have the skill set or you don't have uh, the finance. uh, You don't have the look. You don't have the support. People have already decided that you're going to be a failure and they fail to understand that if God is involved, that's all the support I need. If God is involved, he knows how to bring fruit out of a dry season. When God gets involved, even when they said that my insides were dead, even when they said I could no longer produce, even when they said that nothing's going to happen for me, if God gets involved, then the impossible starts to happen. It seems impossible at first. It seems like it can't happen at first. But then when God shows up, he brings a miracle with him. When God shows up, he allows some things to sprout up where it seemed like it was dead before. When God shows up, things start to happen in a supernatural way. We kind of overlook this sometimes because we're so focused on the birth of Jesus. And I would never tell you not to look at the birth of Jesus, but we overlook the miracle that God performed in Elizabeth's life. We overlook how God uh, pulled again, pulled fruit out of a dry place. We overlook how God even used people to allow something to happen because it was according to his will and according to his way. Was it immaculate like Mary's situation? No, it was not. But it was still miraculous because the hand of God was involved. And so we, we, we look at the text and we see this uh, when, when the Bible is saying here, as we get ready to wrap this up on today, when the Bible is saying this to Mary, it's saying not only is the Holy Spirit going to come upon you and make something supernatural happen, it's already happened somewhere else. God has already done the supernatural somewhere else. And then he says to Mary, in case you're unsure, with God, nothing shall be impossible. I love it how the New Living Translation says that I'll give you this in closing and then we'll move out of the way so you can get on with your day. Um, I love it how the New Living Translation says it, though, and and, and familiar, familiar. And we always go uh, with Luke 1 and 37 where it says, you know, with God, nothing will be impossible. I'm all on board with that. But I also like what the New Living Translation says. The New Living Translation in Luke 1 and 37 says for the word of God will never fail. It says the word of God will never fail. And I want you all to be encouraged on today when I tell you this, that when you get a word from God, when the favor of God falls on your life and then the word of God comes into your life, whether it enters into your spirit or whether it's spoken over you, when the word of God comes, I want you to know the word of God will never fail. People may let you down. Circumstances may not turn out the way you thought they should be. Things may be a little more difficult and a little more challenging than you thought they were on would be rather on your way to purpose. But the word of God will never fail. 
You might be pressed on every side. You might be facing obstacles. You might uh, be in situations, again, where it seems impossible. But what you have to remember is these two things. If you remember that the favor of God is on my life and the word of God has been spoken over my life, when you've got the favor of God on your life and a word of God that's been spoken over your life, this verse just jumps into action when it says the word of God will never fail. Too many times, y'all, and again, I promise I'll give you this in closing. Too many times we've stopped pursuing all the things that God has told us to pursue. And we've stopped chasing after the dreams and the goals and the purpose and the aspirations that God has put inside of us. And too many times we put ourselves on hold because we believe the word of man more than we believe the word of God. See, people can lie on you. People can say negative things about you. People can speak a word in your life that, that you ain't going to never be this and that you ain't going to never be that. You'll never prosper and you'll never win and you'll never get over. And this will never work. And listen, even if you like Elizabeth, they'll say, even if it's taken a long time or oh, you passed your prime, this ain't going to happen. This ain't going to work for you no more. But I want you to know one more time when the favor of God is on your life. And a word of God has been spoken over your life. You go back to Luke 1 and 37, New Living Translation. The word of God will never fail. And so even when people are speaking failing words over your life, even when people are speaking damnation over your life, even when people are speaking discouragement over your life, you go back to the word of God and say, but the word of God will never fail. Even if you like Mary and the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and something miraculous has happened. Or even if you're like Elizabeth, when people say you're old and you're past your prime and you ain't got the strength to do that no more, God knows how to bring fruit out of a dry season. And God knows how to take you if you're in a place like Mary. He knows how to take you from insignificant to expectation. And he simply does it by speaking a word and allowing his favor to fall on your life. Be encouraged, my brother. Be encouraged, my sister, on today. With God, nothing shall be impossible. The word of God will never fail. Let's end it right there. That's all the time that we got for word for the weekend. I pray that you all were blessed by what we had to share. Let me give you our tag as we always do. If we, you'd like to keep up with us, the best way to do that, check us out at the ministry's website, www.krjministries.org. If you'd like to purchase any of our written works, go to our publishing website, www.krjpublishing.com. Listen, wherever you listen to this podcast, we encourage you hit that subscribe button. Wherever you listen to our podcast, we want you to be a subscriber. Tell somebody about it. Please do me that favor. Invite somebody. If you've been blessed by this podcast, invite somebody to subscribe to this podcast. Share the episode. You can text it to them. Send them the episode to say, check out this word for the weekend. I believe that you will be blessed by that. I will be remiss if I didn't invite you all to come to church with us on Sunday at For the Kingdom Christian Church, where I am the pastor. We stream our services every Sunday morning on our Facebook channel at 10 a.m. Eastern. Every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern on our Facebook channel. Find us on Facebook, For the Kingdom Christian Church. Search us out or search at FTK Church. You can even find us on YouTube. We stream it there as well. Find our YouTube channel, for the Kingdom Christian Church or search FTK Church and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We would love to have you come and worship with us on Sunday morning. If you're in the Detroit area, check out our Facebook page to find out where you can come and worship with us on Sunday morning. Again, we would love to have you in worship with us on Sunday. 
That's all the time that we got for Word for the Weekend. I pray that you all were blessed by what we had to share on today. God bless you and God keep you. It's my prayer as always, and we'll see you all on next time. Be blessed. <laughs>